Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some stories from our very own subreddit, Mark Narration. So they're cross posts from our community, stories from our community, all that kind of thing. And as always, if you do love a Reddit story, please consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight into today's first stories. Today's first one was a cross post from Witch Welsh, who says, Mind blown. This story is crazy, Mark. And the story comes from NGL This Shiz Weird, who says, My 22 male friend, 21 female, apparently thought we were dating and told everyone. I was the last to know, and we weren't dating. Now people are confused as fuck. Throw away, because I don't want her tracking down my main. So my 22 male friend group is fairly large, 12 of us. It was originally just five, but over time with college and marriages slash dating, it's grown. Let's call her Alice. Alice joined the group about three years ago when we were all deeply into our studies and visiting the library on the regular. She worked there. We all got to know her and she just merged into our group. We graduated, moved within the same city and all still hang out very regularly. We, the 12 of us, can't always hang out, so whoever can make it whenever they can. And if you can't, nobody gets mad about it. FaceTime and messages were our thing even before the world shut down because of our busy lives. Usually, Alice and I are on the same schedule of having days slash time free. She and I share a lot of the same interests like anime, hiking, amusement parks, and creepy slash haunted things. So this meant we talked a lot and would even do things just the two of us if others couldn't tag along. Social distant walks are weird, but fine. Looking back, I guess I could see how someone might think, oh, they're a couple. But I never held her hand. We never kissed. We did not do dinner dates or movies or other romantic things. I spent Valentine's alone. The only person I've ever gotten flowers for is Ma. I'm not good at dating. I'm not a good dating partner. I know this. A lot of it stems from me hating being touched. This is relevant later. Anyway, a week ago, it was hangout night with our group and for the first time since the big scary you know what, everyone was out together. We were all safe about it, don't worry. I arrived before Alice and someone asked me where my girlfriend was. I responded with a, I don't have one of those. I was met with an uncomfortable silence and awkward looks and someone else asked me if everything was okay between me and Alice. I asked why they thought something was wrong and they pointed out the comment of not having a girlfriend. I was like, Alice and I have never even talked about dating and pointed out that she and I just had a lot of shared interests. Another person said that Alice told them that we had started dating two years ago. No one bothered to mention it to me or ask me about it since they had no reason to think she was lying. No one thought it was weird we didn't hold hands or cuddle because, again, I hate being touched. They figured we had an agreement of no public displays of affection and didn't want to make me uncomfortable by asking about it. 
After a long talk and sorting everything out with all of them, showing our messages, my social media statuses, my Tinder, etc. I had all of the ones who were there riled up at being lied to. Then after a while, Alice walking in with the last bit of our friend group and me losing my shit on her in public, which caused a whole group to be kicked from our table. I don't wanna talk to her. I don't wanna see her or hear the excuses. That was just creepy and weird. She's come back around to some of the others and explained her side and went on and on about how she thought we were dating and this or that. I'm not sure if any of them are buying it, but a few of the girls seem really torn up about drop kicking her out of the group while most everyone else has already written her off as a freak. I couldn't care less if the others stay friends with her as long as they don't bring her around me. So now what? What do I do? Did I really make her think we were dating? How could a mix up like that last this long. Now stepping into OP's shoes and finding out that someone was claiming they was dating me for two years after, you know, not discussing relationships, not touching each other in any physical way, and just having normal friendly discussions about your hobbies and various things like that, it would set alarm bells ringing for me. Her just assuming you're in a relationship that that would be really concerning to me and, you know, want to step back from that friendship at all or, or go no contact with them like it sounds like in this. Imagine thinking like Alice and going up to one of your friends who you've known for X amount of years and, you know, just in your head, I'm going to assume I'm dating that person now. And then tell people as well. Holy moly. But we do have an update to this post, but nobody wins 13 says similar situation happened to a friend of mine after he found out the girl told people they were dating. The guy said he wanted nothing to do with her and the girl announced she was pregnant. Everyone was shocked, offended and angry with the guy. The guy said, we're going to the clinic right now for a pregnancy test and sonogram. The girl said no. The guy said if she was going to try and ruin his reputation and slash all the next several years of his life, he could damn well inconvenience her for an hour or two. She started crying and admitted she made it up because of another girl in the group asked her if he was dating anyone. And she was jealous and said, yes, me, but we're keeping it a secret for now. And it snowballed from there. Neutral Good says, yeah, make it clear that you don't want to be around her. This is truly unhinged behavior. Sweetie Pot Pie says, this exact thing happened to my close friend in high school. He ended up getting a restraining order because of how stalkerish she got after he firmly told her they are not a couple and that he was not interested. It's absolutely nutty behavior and the fact that you're adults makes it creepy as hell. Separate yourself and make sure your friends know you don't want to be around her. No exceptions. If she's going to hang out, you need to be informed so you can avoid it. I know I sound paranoid, but this is how some true crime docs start. How far out there do you have to be to assume and tell everyone that you're dating somebody that you've never kissed, held hands, or discussed dating? So the update says... I did get a lot of mixed responses of those thinking she did really believe we were dating in her own mind and those telling me to run for the hills. I decided it'd be best if I kept my distance. I did remind all of our mutual friends that if they did want to hang out with her, that's cool, but I wouldn't attend any gathering she would go to. I figured that would be the most adult thing to do. Let's not do the divide dance. In my last post, I mentioned some of the girls were torn on dropkicking her from the group, while most others had already written her off due to the lying. Well, those girls and their boyfriend slash husband, who did not want to remain friendly with her, met up with her a few days after it all went down at Alice's place. The girls were trying to be understanding and the guys were trying to get to the bottom of it. 
for their girl's sake and to understand what exactly she'd been thinking. There was a lot of back and forth, beating around the bush and avoiding answering their questions. She kept telling them that she would discuss it with me and only me, that our relationship wasn't their business and look what happened because they got involved. She complained I blocked her on everything and blamed them. My guy friend started getting frustrated, told her that we had never dated and she went nuts. She started yelling about how we loved each other and no one would break us up, that this was just an adjustment period because they weren't supposed to know about us. My one friend told her to prove it and she did. She took them to a room in her apartment that was floor to ceiling covered in my pictures. I'm not even kidding. Even the carpet had pictures taped to it. I saw the video of it. I'm talking group pictures where I was cut out and online photos I would post, selfies, profile pictures. There were also pictures of her and me together, both from group photos where we just cut out just two of us and pictures where she photoshopped herself into. I had a work barbecue that I went to one year, had the option for a plus one and took my buddy Dave because he was trying to make work connections and network. She removed him from the photos and put herself in them. Dave was one of the friends there recognized the pictures and started recording everything from that moment on. She showed them a scrapbook filled with our wedding plans and showed them the ring I was saving up for, then showed them a list of baby names because we wanted at least three. Dave got everyone out, called me and picked me up, then took what he had to the cops with me in tow. I didn't really know what was going on until we got to the police station because Dave was just not making sense. He was rambling and jumping from thing to thing to thing. He showed me in the cops it and I felt sick to my stomach. The police can't do anything since she has not done anything threatening. I sent a cease and desist letter through a lawyer. I moved out of my apartment and in with some of my buddies. The landlord was fine with me breaking my lease after I explained to her what was happening and offered to pay up until she could get a new tenant. My friends have that tracker thing on my phone. My car now has dash cams. Everyone has cut Alice off, blocked her on everything but she still has been lurking around. She shows up at places we are at and we're forced to leave because she sits and stares at us. She knows our hangout. She knows our routines. She knows, she knows our everything. She showed up today's kids daycare. We're not sure what to do or where to go from here. Dave has contacted a lawyer, told the daycare the woman is madder than that damn hatter and gave instructions to call the cops if they ever see her around the daycare again. Advice would be great and and just to be very clear, I am already in therapy and have been for years. And a lot of the comments on this one like, holy shit, that like absolutely turned there, went absolutely crazy. Some people saying, you know, uh, hoping the whole thing is fake. And then someone replied to that, which I found an interesting comment from Melasaur88, who says, my first instinct is that she's been sucked in by a twin flames group. This sounds very them. They basically encourage people to harass and stalk the person they think is their twin flame. Think along the lines of soulmate until they win them over. But because of some crap reason I can't remember, your relationship with your twin flame will also be volatile. So then blocking your number slash email, getting restraining orders, having you arrested, etc. is seen as a positive thing because it means they love you. So you're actively encouraged by your group to escalate your unhinged stalkerish behavior because this poor person's negative response to you is somehow painted positively. They are all cracked. 
Someone replied to that saying, holy fuck, I met a woman who believed in this, talking about twin flames and her boyfriend who has blocked her on everything, but she knows he just needs space and the proof that he loved her. That is that he periodically deletes his voicemail inbox so she can continue leaving daily voicemails. And it's been like that for four months. I thought it was just her. Didn't know this was a thing. And I don't know if that's this story or what, but I did find that interesting. It's the first time I've ever heard of that before absolute madness but what do you guys think of this story thank you so much for sharing it with us welsh and let's move on to our next one and our next story is a little short one from evil umbrion and again from our own subreddit who says am i the asshole for refusing my dying mother to meet my son hey mark recently found your podcast on spotify and thought i'd let this run through the court of public opinion on mobile blah blah So I came from an abusive home. My mother was slash is an explosive alcoholic and my father spent as much time out of the house to avoid her, leaving myself and my brothers with her. Some years ago, she tried rehab, but it failed to have lasting effects. When it was clear she wasn't going to stay sober, I warned that if she couldn't get off the booze, I'd withhold any grandchildren from her in the future. Five-ish years ago, my now wife and I discovered we were expecting. We agreed to uphold my word and she was kept away. What followed were threats to my wife, accusations of cheating, saying he wasn't my son and manipulation attempts. We wound up moving and going no contact with my whole family due to them siding with her. Well, I've recently started low contact with everyone but her and in this time, she has also been diagnosed with breast cancer. Due to her drinking, her liver is too damaged to use chemo slash radio and the cancer is in her lymph nodes. Suggestions are being made, even by my wife, that I bring my son to meet her before she's gone, but I'm standing my ground. Am I? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The asshole. Now, first, Evil, I've got to say thank you for sharing your story. It must be tough to share something like that with us. And like many of these stories, they are. They deal with a lot of personal feelings and stuff like that. And I can see you're going for an absolute time at the moment. And I'm a very sort of pragmatic person when it comes to this kind of thing. And I I don't mean any offense to you or your family or anything like that. But whenever I look at these stories where someone is going through like a bad time, your mother in this case, and because she's going through this negative time and people sometimes turn to, you know, maybe she should be given this positive that she should be able to meet your son because, you know, she's got cancer now. And we say about a lot of stories, you know, mental health, terminal illness, whatever. 
doesn't make you any less of an arsehole. And it sounds like yourself has been through a hell of a time. Your second paragraph started with, I came from an abusive home. Your mother was and is an explosive alcoholic. Your own father let you down by leaving you in the house with her, an explosive alcoholic. And then when you told your family, and I don't know if your mother was a part of it as well, that the threats to your wife, accusations of cheating, saying he wasn't your son and manipulation attempts. And look, you're never going to be the asshole to me in this situation. And, and I think whatever decision you choose to make, you're going to be not the asshole either way. But only you will truly know how you feel and, and how you may feel afterwards as well with what decision you make. I can only say what I would do in your situation. And I think what I would do is that I wouldn't contact that person. And I wouldn't allow the contact like that because it's only benefiting her in the end. And in reality, she hasn't been a great parent. And the same with the family that turned on me like that. With the accusations of cheating towards your wife, threats to your wife and manipulation attempts. Yeah, I can't blame you for doing what you need to do in this situation. Some comments from our community as well. Neutral Cameron 20 says, not the arsehole. You warned your mother and she still drank herself to death. You're trying to protect your child, to which OP replied saying, see, this is my standing. For some interesting context that compounded my original decision. While we're expecting our son, I was discussing Vax with my mother. She's anti-vax and the discussion escalated till she announced she'd rather her children dead than autistic. To add more to that, my son has actually been diagnosed with mild to moderate autism. So I never see myself forgiving her. Squeamish Squiggle says not the asshole at all. She made her bed and now she can sleep in it. That woman is abusive, manipulative and she did this to herself. She knew the consequences of her actions and turned your whole family against you. She doesn't deserve anything from you. Not to mention that experience could easily scar your child. I saw my mother almost dead in the hospital when I was around 10-ish and I'm still terrified of hospitals and sick people to this day. A bit of a different connection than your son to his grandmother, but still. The guilt of seeing her that way after having not cared before because kids don't realize the weight of situations and also helped her manipulate and abuse me for years after that. If your family sided with your mum, it wouldn't be too far for a leap to think they might use her death as a way to manipulate you and your son into spending more time with or doing things for them. Basically, if you go, you not only break your word, you open several cans of worms you can't close, not at least of which could be scaring your toddler son and possibly leaving a mark of fear on him for life. And one more from Forsaken Waffle 78 cracking name who says not the arsehole she can still be explosive violent and manipulative and have cancer it doesn't change who she is people who have not lived it can't understand what it's like or what it means to grow up in a house like that if there are strong feelings on it between yourself and your wife please consider couples counseling so she can understand the weight of what she's asking of you and how that affects your trust in her and what it does to you emotionally and psychologically OP replies then, I feel I need to explain my wife's perspective on this matter. My wife doesn't forgive my mother for anything that's happened, but fears I may regret this decision and is purely making sure I make a choice I won't regret. Now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you suggest to either Umbriana or OP here who kindly shared their post on our subreddit? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. 
And our next story comes from, again, on our subreddit, Ploptart Throwaway, who says, Narcissist parents wanted me to trade houses with them because I got a slightly better one, and then literally stole my air conditioners when I refused to give them money. I'm going to start off by saying that if you have a house and don't have cameras, get cameras. I have some now, but I should have gotten them sooner. I live in a pretty typical manufactured home in Arizona. My parents also live in one just a few streets over. Despite how close we are, I am VLC because they are just bad people. They treated me okay as a kid, but things changed as soon as I was in my late teens. I was expected to do more and pay my way as soon as I finished high school. That was fair. I was an adult by then after all, but my parents wanted a lot more in rent than what I'd have to pay to get my own apartment. I'd have next to nothing left for my monthly paycheck if I'd given them what they wanted, so I refused to give them more than a fair amount, plus a share in utilities, and I started buying my own food as well. My father openly said that this was not good enough, and my parents actually filed official paperwork to evict me when I refused to cater to their demands. I left home and got an apartment with my best friend. Five years later and I bought my own house in a neighborhood not far from my parents. It's just a manufactured home on a small property, but it was so damn cheap that I couldn't turn it down and my monthly mortgage isn't bad either. I even moved my best friend in to help me cover the bills. We were already used to living in the same space and the house gave us much more room. I even let another friend move in to get some more rent money for the mortgage because we've got one room that's actually left unused right now since the house is a three bedroom. My parents though somehow didn't like my independence from them. Did they want me to fail or something? I don't know. But the incident that caused the is it very low contact VLC was when they demanded I trade houses with them. Yes, you read that correctly. They actually wanted to trade. Their manufactured home is smaller and older than mine and has one less bedroom, and their yard is smaller too. Not that either of us have any grass. It is Arizona after all. When they first saw my place, they looked pissed. After a couple more visits, my father actually said it wasn't fair that I was doing better than them, and I was rubbing my nicer house in their faces. It's just an old manufactured home in one of the hottest states in the US. Seriously, what's to brag about? But I guess having something even slightly better than what my parents had irked them. And as I've already said, they actually demanded we trade houses because of it. My friend who lives with me literally fell onto the couch laughing when they said that and I couldn't help but join in. My father said it was not funny and to give him what he wants. When I recovered my composure, I said he and my mother were not entitled to my house or anything I owned for that matter and then told them to get the fuck out. After that, we barely spoke. And then the pandemic hit. Didn't really change my life much. I like the peace and quiet and my friend knows to leave me alone most of the time. My father, however, got laid off and he struggled to find another job. He ended up working in the local Marto Walls for half a year before getting a better paying job. I did get a kick out of him seeing there when I was shopping for groceries, but as much as I hate him, I'm not going to call him a bad employee. He actually did fine, but during that time, he and my mother kept calling me and asking for money. I know what you're thinking. Don't lend them anything. They didn't want loans. They wanted handouts. Why? Because they raised me and I owed them. I said if they didn't want the cost of raising a kid, they shouldn't have had one. A few weeks ago though, my mother called me begging for money because their dinosaur of a window air conditioner unit finally crapped out. I told them I was not giving them anything 
and they were too cheap to replace that old AC unit for a long time. So I wasn't gonna buy them a new one. My mother then complained about how I have two in my house and, and the least I could do is give them one. I then said that maybe if she and my father weren't always pissing away their money on beer and MJ all the time, they'd have the money to buy another air conditioner. Then I said I wasn't giving them one of mine or any money, end of story. Only it wasn't the end of the story. A few days later, I came home from work to find my house had been broken into. My front door locks were drilled out and both of my window AC units were gone. Nothing else was stolen, but they went out their way to make a huge mess for some stupid reason. Probably to make it look like a typical robbery or something. I knew it had to have been my parents and called the police. I told the police that I heavily suspected my parents of the theft because they acted entitled to my stuff, even though I'm a grown man that doesn't live with them. I went with the police to my parents' house and sure enough, they had both my AC units going in their windows. When confronted my parents, they obviously denied the theft. They claimed they already owned the AC units, but statements from their neighbors said otherwise. But my parents still denied the theft. I'd bought both AC units used online years ago, which means I had no receipts for them. So I figured my only option was to look for witnesses in my own neighborhood. And as luck would have it, a neighbor across the street has security cameras. At the edge of one of them caught just enough to see my parents showing up in my father's truck. My father could be seen walking with a cordless power drill in hand. And a few minutes later, they came back to the truck with my AC units. They went back in to ransack the place, I'm guessing. With this evidence in hand, police had cause to arrest my parents. At first, both of them acted like they'd done nothing wrong, but I convinced the police to let me do the talking. I said they could either return the AC units to my home and clean up the mess they made, or I'd let the police arrest them both right there. They'd already stolen from me, lied to police, trespassed, vandalized my house, broke my front door locks, and there was video evidence of what they had done. If I pressed charges, they were both going to jail for sure. My parents looked deflated, then asked for a moment to talk with each other in the bedroom. I heard a lot of shouting from both of them and I could hear my mother yelling that my father was an idiot and he was trying to blame me in turn. After about five minutes, they came back out looking even more deflated and said they'd return the AC units and stop bothering me for money if I didn't press charges. I said they were going to clean up the mess in my house and buy new locks for my front door as well. And then I wanted written apologies from both of them on, on top of it. They begrudgingly agreed and even got a police escort back to my house. My father was forced to put up the AC units back in my windows and then left my mother to clean up the huge mess they made while he went out and bought replacement locks for my front door. He was gone for about an hour and came back with new stainless steel lock set to replace the knob and deadbolt. Then he had to help my mother finish cleaning. During this time, I let the two cops just sit and watch them while drinking soda. They said it was very entertaining. After everything was cleaned up, I gave my parents each a piece of paper and pencil and told them to write out the apologies to me for what they had done. My father looked especially pissed and said I was treating them like a child. I said he was acting like one and never stopped treating me as a child either. This was just me holding him accountable and I could have him sent to jail. But I felt like this was better for teaching him a lesson. He then kind of snorted and started writing. My mother wrote out a good apology, but my father's was pretty half-assed and passive-aggressive, but I didn't care. It seemed to kill him a little inside to have to do it. And when he was done, he left without speaking to me. My mother said she was sorry and said she'd leave me alone, then followed after him. The two cops said they thought the whole thing was hilarious and then thanked me for giving them an excuse to take a break while on the job before leaving. 
not long after I shout out to get some cameras for the exterior of my house. So if someone tries to break in again, I'll get it on video. I had two cameras, but added a couple more fake ones that looked real enough to just scare people off. I haven't heard a peep from my parents, but then next door neighbor told me they went and bought a new AC unit. Guess they had the money for one after all. Makes me wonder how high they were when they thought it was a good idea to steal from me. Maybe having lean pockets for a while will teach them. Then again, they are who they are after all. And as always, it's one of those stories I think, what is that? What are they thinking that they could get away with stealing AC units and not take anything as well? So it clearly pointed to them afterwards. I always think what they're thinking about the, the sort of end game. So they've taken these AC units, they put them in their window and they just think, you know, OP is not going to suspect them, turn up at their house and say, them. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. my AC units and still tried to get away with it after the fact. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Holy shit. Thank you so much, Ploptart, for sharing your story there. And I'm glad, you know, you did get your AC units back and hopefully your parents are, are leaving you alone as requested. But what do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. As always, thank you to our community on r slash Mark Narrations for sharing your stories, getting involved in the channel and all that good stuff. Don't forget to leave some comments down below what you think of them. And just a huge thank you for spending your time here today. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we end up spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't. <laughs>